You're listening to Rhoda and Mary, a podcast on feminism, friendships, and fun inspired by the Mary Tyler Moore Show. If you're a fan of Mary Richards, Rhoda Morgenstern, and the general brilliance that is the Mary Tyler Moore Show, then we think you're going to enjoy this series. This kid, well, no, he wasn't even a kid. He must have been 21 or 22 years old. He comes over to me and he calls me ma'am. Ma'am! Your first time? Yeah. I do remember being 20, like three and my boss was 40 and I remember thinking, and she had just had a baby, like, Mm. and I remember thinking like, oh man, (laughs) (laughs) that's old. Sucks to be you. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I just, but now I'm like, oh God, like I might, I'm closer to that than, than not. Like, I don't, you know, it's just, it's funny how your perception changes. Were you going to say, what do you think constitutes being, like, what's the marker of, okay, now you're old? Yeah, like, you know, what, because, yeah, just answer that. Because <laughs> obviously the generous thing to say is it's in your mind and blah, blah, blah. But I think, think there was a whole period of time where I felt like some point beyond 55, if I said it was an, it's an older woman. Mm-hmm. she's around 55 and now yes that I'm closer to that that doesn't feel fair right yeah and so I think I've pushed it to <laughs> like 75 yeah there is that thing of like if you start saying to yourself that you're old like you will there start you being old you get it. yeah <laughs> like it just seems to be almost just like self-inflicting now I'm over 60, so I'm old. And it's like, well, mm. are you though? Like, do you have to be? Couldn't you just like keep pretending like you're yeah. 28? Is, <laughs> is this just because you got an AARP card? I know. That, <laughs> that's just a piece of paper. Just enjoy the discounts and keep living life. I mean, it certainly is different for women than men, though. I mean, that's Agreed. Not, that's not yeah. even a question. No. <laughs> completely agree with that yeah but I think like okay so it's also um it has certainly changed as time has gone on and obviously life expectancy has gone up people are starting their careers a little bit later they're getting houses later they're having children later yeah so I think there definitely has been a shift in terms of what constitutes someone as like okay a a woman specifically as like right older um than 1970 when when completely the show in question (laughs) right yeah Um, (laughs) the the crux of this particular episode is that mary and rhoda are 30 and and single 30 and single and therefore that's something to be ashamed of and i feel like even just growing up in like the 90s i i had that mentality in my brain too that like Mm -hmm. can't be single at 30 can't be single at 30 if you haven't found Mm -hmm. a man by 30 like you're in Mm -hmm. big trouble you're a spinster (laughs) and then also on on the flip side although this isn't the focus but like on the flip side I remember my mom saying um basically with her generation when she was growing up any man who was 30 and single Mm. and when she was saying single she means never married never been married right well, there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's wrong with him? Why hasn't he been captured? <sighs> yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, now I just don't think that that, certainly for men, I don't know that there's any stigma. No. I mean, yeah, I, don't, this, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not like in the dating scene. I haven't been for well, a long time. So, well, this, the, I think the, this is an interesting episode for me because I feel like my relation to being called ma'am and realizing that I'm aging, I do not associate or connect with being like relationship status. Mm. Well, is that though because like, because I have a relationship? Yeah. And you've had that relationship. Since before you turned 30, Since didn't you? before I turned 30. Yeah, that is true. Like, I do think that that it – that's terrible to say this. Like, maybe that does soften the blow a little bit. Like, yeah. you have someone who has committed to you in, in some way or another, and, like, you don't okay. feel like you're going to grow old. I think it, the, it's, like, the fear of, like, growing – old alone, right? Alone. Yeah. So I think I, I, I do, that's a really good point because I do wonder if I, if I were single and had been single this, at least this period that I've been in a, in this relationship, Yeah. I would probably mark the time passing more consciously Mm. instead of, so my husband and I talk about this perception that we have had of people who've been married a really long time and that and that there's something something to their relationship and how they are like emotionally developed that feels like they're still at the point that they were when they met and got married Mm. and and like the younger they were when they met and got married that sort of like springs eternal essentially Mm -hmm. with how they are and and recently I found myself I always say I'm I'm 27. Like I I consistently <laughs> think I'm 27. Yeah. And then I realize no, I'm I'm a decade older than that, but I haven't been marking the time passing, but I did until I got to 27. Yeah, that's really interesting. I I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm eternally 28. You're, I look up to you. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah, that's why I feel like I have to set a good example. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah no, God. it's it's funny because you do – it's also like – I mean, I also feel like I look at my younger brother and like he is forever going to be like 11. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Which obviously yes. Now he's in his 30s. Like he's not 11. <laughs> he's a grown-up like with a real job and – like makes uh, a lot more money than me, but like, right. <laughs> I just like, you know, even he came to New York to visit a few, a couple months ago. And it's just like, I just, you know, you have these connections, like the, these relationships with people that it's just like, it kind of is frozen in time in a certain degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think certainly with siblings, I think that's, yes. that's very, you can you can certainly see it. Um, yeah. Or, well, or there's concentrated it. times where you're with these people, and so you hold that time in. Yeah. As that time, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why, like, you and I have stayed friends because <laughs> we met when we were so young, and we just still think yeah. of each other as being so Locked fun. In. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when in reality, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we're not fun. We're so, yeah. Don't come to our picnic. We're super boring. (laughs) Anyway, keep listening. (laughs) Yes, keep listening though. Yeah. That's what makes us 
listenable is right. how relatably boring. <laughs> how relatably <we> boring. We <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ma'am is such a horrible word. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's got horrible connotations in all kinds of different ways um, to me. Um, but like, I also wonder if it's like, there's a certain amount of like, we've given this, this word power that we shouldn't have given it. Like, yeah, that it does indicate that you're old. Right. Like who decided that? Like, yeah. why is, why is <sighs> miss? I mean, I know it's like just language, but like. It's it kind of sucks that like because I do remember somebody calling me ma'am for the first time and I probably uh-huh. was twenty eight actually uh-huh. Uh-huh. maybe that's why I cut it off, um, but I feel like it was, when I was like right like, like okay that's it, sh- that's it. We're done yep. yeah this is where we end things um, nail in the coffin yeah, yeah. Um, but like if I I remember it was like something so innocent. Um, which is sort of like what happens in the Mary Tyler Moore show. It's like a male, yes, male guy like saying, trying to get to the me. door. Yeah. yeah, but like mine was in an elevator. I was going mm. into work, and I was working uh, at a company that like was in a very corporate type. Uh, it was actually a cool campus, but like very corporate building. Mm-hmm. I was in the elevator, and I, you know, was going up to the my floor, and. I was only on the second floor, so I the doors opened, and I was about to get out, but some freaking dude behind me, like, was in a hurry, and he was like, excuse yeah. me, ma'am. Like, he literally did, like, uh, exactly right. that, and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So Basically honking at you. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, number one, like, that's rude that you just, like, s- like, pushed me out of your way, like, to get out of the elevator. Like, give it a second. Like, can't be that important. We don't work in a hospital. Like, you're not <laughs> off for, for surgery. <laughs> but, like, also the, the ma'am thing. I just kind of was – I did the thing where I was like, ma'am. Like <laughs> – And actually, yeah, to be fair, I feel like I was, you know, I was super stylish at that point, like definitely dressing my age. Yeah, I was going to say, were you asking for it? (laughs) No, I don't. I don't think I was. Like, I actually look back at some of the things I wore to work. Well, you know all about the short incident. Yes, Um, I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I remember it well. It was very bad. Short gate. (laughs) Yeah, short gate. Mm Never again. Um, no. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, I think I was wearing something very youthful. Um, but yeah, some of the things I wore to work, I'm like, oh, Jesus. But yeah, there's a there's a running like, okay, so there's a couple mommy groups that I've ended up joining on Facebook to sort oh my of God, like yeah. relate to other women kind of going through similar things. And one of them is essentially for like working moms. Mm -hmm. So we can relate to missing our kids or missing out on things or whatever it is that we, and so super consistently coming up in there is this like fury and rage over having to choose between Ms. and Mrs. Mm. and, and putting that sort of identification on us as like professional women, it's like, why? Why does a mister get to be a mister for his whole life? Yeah. And we've got to have this transition and then be identified and then be labeled. And yeah, no, it's, and I think that ma'am falls into that too. It's like, well, because other people are deciding when to call us ma'am. 
It's the same in like other languages though too, right? Like yes, yes, senora, senorita, like yeah, <clears throat> like what? Yeah, it's not true for the male, right? Like no, no, it's just not. senor. <laughs> That's right. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, I, I got an A in Spanish, so. <laughs> They're eternally senor. Yes. <laughs> that's really interesting, though, that that's, that's a, still a topic of conversation because mm-hmm. it does seem like, oh, well, we've gotten beyond that, but maybe we really haven't. Right. In the South, you have everybody is called a, a miss, right? So, like, you wouldn't be Heather. You would be Miss Heather. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> That's funny because, okay. And it's regardless of your marital status, you are Miss Heather, Miss Caitlin. Okay. All right. Yeah. See, I like, oh God, that's right. You lived in the South. Which I, also, isn't that a little bit more like condescending? That yes. You're, yes. Yes. It's like, oh, little you're child. just a little, little girl. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Like the... The Southern tradition of that, if anybody wants to, like, let us know, because maybe we're, we're being ignorant about it and, and right. giving yeah. it, like, being judgmental about something we don't understand. But mm. as someone who did not grow up there, I definitely think that's a little strange and it seems a little I condescending. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I'd rather be ma'am. I would rather be ma'am, too. Yeah. I know. In when we were living in Atlanta, there were plenty of times where I hired babysitters to come watch our little kiddo, and they're usually college students, mm-hmm. and and they're <laughs> like they were calling me. They were calling me Miss Caitlin. You know, th- thank you, Miss Caitlin. Yes, I'll be right there, and and. <laughs> I mean, it would start with the text of me like, can you be here? Can you get here a half hour early? Whatever it was. And they would reply, yes, ma'am. And I'd be like, okay. All right. Like in text. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, thank you. And th- and they'd show up and I'd be going through everything like, this is what she has for dinner. Yes, ma'am. And it would be like, Ugh. like, but then in my head at that point, it's like, well, I mean, I guess this is right because- I'm employing this person and I'm a mom. So, I mean, this, they are saying, I guess they're saying the right thing, but it just like the whole time was like very uncomfortable. It made me so yeah. uncomfortable. And, and we would even like talk about it as we leave. Cause like, you know, my husband's not walking around telling, telling her what to do. Right. You know, he's not getting that same sort of thing. And if he does say something, she would say, Yes, she sir. wouldn't say like the yes, sir, but, but very polite with everything. And then the yes, ma'am to me with everything. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Is it okay if we stay out for another hour? Yes, ma'am. Um, I don't know. It's very uncomfortable for me. It's interesting. Yeah. I, it, <laughs> it, it, it's uncomfortable for me too. But like, again, it's like we've kind of um, attributed some sort of meaning to the word That's right. ma'am. That's right. Um, and so, you know, I guess it's like a matter of changing, changing our minds about it. Well, yeah, that was, I think that was in those situations, 
in those situations, I think in my brain, it was the initial, like my body was bristling of like, what the, what? (laughs) But in my brain, I was like, well, yeah, I'm, like I said, like I'm employing this person and I'm a mom. Like, of course this, this person's going to say to me, yes, ma'am. Like, Mm -hmm. so there's like an initial, and then that, but I found recently uh, an excuse me, ma'am happen. And I like, I laughed to myself. (laughs) So like the, the whole process of this, like, I laughed to myself and I was like, okay. And I got out of his way. Yeah. And I, and I did the like to myself, like the, he thinks I'm a ma'am. <laughs> and then, and then had the like, I am a ma'am. I've been a ma'am for a while. Right. Oh my God, I'm a ma'am. Like, what do I think I look like right now that I think <laughs> I'm not a ma'am? <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. The, I am ma'am. <laughs> I am ma'am. Hear me roar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe the whole like, yes, ma'am thing too. It's like, it just, it just proves like what heathens we are growing up on the West coast with no manners. I guess so. No man. Yeah. Like I, I'm trying to remember like what I would say to when I was like a teenager babysitting for people, like, what would I say? I'd just be like, yes. Like, okay, you got it. You got it, dude. <laughs> yeah. You got it. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Yep. No, yeah, sure thing. Like I don't know, but I guess yeah, it, it's it's lacking that um, those like classic manners. Which I'm not saying that they're not important, but it's just different. Like so, it is different. But it is. You know, I think ultimately, what going back to a point you brought up, like in this episode. Um, it's it has a lot to do with marital status and like I do think miss yeah, miss versus ma'am, senorita yeah. versus senora like it yeah, it has to yeah. do with whether or not you're married. So, you know, Mary getting kind of like a little bit freaked out over the fact that she was just called ma'am. It's like yes, it does and immediately in the second episode, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so her and Rhoda's, you know, sort of. <laughs> I mean, and this is actually the the first episode where we see the two of them bond, and yes, that's why I love this episode so much. Yes, because um, it's like the first the pilot always has to set up so much that you don't get to maybe have as much fun with it. And this episode, right. I think, is like okay, this show is going to be fun. <laughs> and this, I feel like, especially in continuing through, coming back and and watching this one is so fully fleshed out. Like we've already really established them so well. Yeah. That like nothing, everything is, is everything's basically remains and, and holds solid from who they are in this episode. And that Phyllis in this episode, especially is the married woman, yeah. like in the three of them. And it's like very, it, it's almost like a, it's a very, a, to go back to my comment about people are like couples are, are sort of set at the age that they mm, yeah get together. I, I, they, <laughs> I have this feeling with Phyllis all the time that she's like, no matter how progressive she can be and no matter, you know, whatever the like moving ahead points of her are. Yeah. And then aside from whatever is sort of seemingly annoying, she is like, in a lot of ways portrayed as like the ditzy housewife, like super yeah. femme. Yeah. Well, but also I feel like in this one, isn't this the episode where she like, she admits that she's like, do you know when I first met yes. Lars? Yes. <laughs> yes. I thought he was boring. Yeah. It's like, 
these are the things that like Phyllis is constantly uh, making these kinds of statements that like just seem to indicate that she wishes she was in yes, Marion Rhoda's exactly. shoes. Like being That's right. being married to Lars is not as no no as walk in happily, the park. Yeah. yeah, it's not your happily ever after. Like you get married <laughs> and everything's perfect. Like yeah. So I think that's also a great part about her, like injecting that character into the the situation that Mary and Rhoda are Completely. finding themselves with, where they're just like, yeah. let's like let's do something about the fact that we feel old and we're worried about being single. Like let's let's call up some some dates and like yeah. make something happen. <laughs> Also, just the fact that Howard is Lars's friend. Ugh, yeah. Howard is so <laughs> gross. Like, I just it's don't so even gross. know. Like, it's to the point of, like, it's not even funny. It's sort of, like, disturbing. No. Like, I can't right. get over the fact that I'm like, he's a massive creeper. Like, exactly. With his freaking camera. <laughs> um, the, the, the thing I didn't realize, obviously, until you, you watch all the way through and come back, is there's later... There's a later episode where it's the same, isn't it the same actor playing Howard's brother? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Paul Arnell. And then that episode is Howard's girl. And, and he's basically, he's still obsessed with, with Mary, but you don't ever see him. You just see his brother and through that lens and through his parents' lens. So they right. like keep this story going of this like the creepy guy that won't go away even when he's not there like the parents are still talking about it yeah and they're like oh how how howard just is so, like they're so obsessed with howard and like how yes. howard would be so perfect for mary and like but it's like, the same actor playing his brother it's just it's fantastic yeah <laughs> yeah but that's like that's like small potatoes to rhoda's date completely who is yes. armand and his wife mrs armand linton yes <laughs> rhoda dumping the chips in her lap is like the greatest moment yes <laughs> yeah well i mean so this is something though that again they they continue to uh explore with rhoda as a character um in the seasons the the episodes and the seasons to come is like her relationship with food and yes, um, right. you know yeah. and having to f and feeling insecure about her body and but being really witty about it all the time like she's always right. making a great joke which i think maybe it's like i just envy that kind of wit to like right. to be able to like deflect those issues with such comedic timing which you know. yeah because that's that's the build-up to this the dumping the chips in her lap is right. that she's she feels fat she doesn't like the way she's dressed she needs to lose 10 pounds before right. you know in the next minute <laughs> um she's refusing to eat but she feels like she's gonna faint yeah. and then he walks in the door and introduces his wife and she picks up the bowl of chips and she then like she's been married for three weeks and she dumps them in her lap and like <laughs> Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's literally like that. I'll just have a little bite and then and then like the Chris Farley moment of like, don't bother me. Yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> I'm starving. No, it's true. It's so funny. And it's like I think that moment is maybe like the moment when I first watched the show where I was like, Oh my god, I love Rhoda. Like Rhoda's yeah. the best character. Um like 
And then, oh, and my other my other favorite line that she does. Well, there's a she's got so many good lines in this episode. She does, um, yes. But when <laughs> when Howard comes in and like is just obsessed uh, with Mary and being so weird and like taking her photo, I'm supposed to, yeah. And like she's like, allow me to introduce Rhoda. Says, allow me to yeah. introduce myself. I'm another person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and also, when he says, "Isn't she just great?" And then there's the beat, and she's like, "Oh, I'm supposed to answer that." <laughs> <laughs> it's so true like and the fact too that she's like she's like may i introduce my date <laughs> like <laughs> mr linton and his wife like it's just the this party in the episode is just the most awkward party ever Completely. Um, and it's like there's so many things that like just don't don't go right like obviously when when rhoda first invites armand Yes. On the phone, like she thinks she's inviting a man who she met when she hit him with her car. Oh, no, <laughs> she was like, "Oh, this could be someone." And then, like, at least, at least, Armand tells her when she invites right him, away. Exactly. Like, oh, is it okay if I bring my wife? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Am I smiling now? Yeah. <laughs> like he and his lovely wife will be here. Like it's just, <laughs> um, like so. There's like a miscommunication there from the start. There's a miscommunication like with what the party's going to be like they all come over thinking they're going to get dinner and mary's yes. like no 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 this was supposed to be after no. dinner like right and it's just and then they immediately have to leave they're all like well oh, look at the time yeah yeah i mean it's just <laughs> such a mess um and it's so awkward like so the idea that something so awkward can be i mean i know awkwardness tends to breed funny anyway but like I do I do have to say that like I feel like this episode really is driven by Rhoda and like her her Completely. reactions to thing things and her jokes that like make the awkwardness fun and like yes. funny Yes, completely. Because there are even there are moments where Mary's got the reaction, but it's whatever Rhoda's line is that yeah. that is the punch. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting because like because because you're watching you're watching mary react like exactly how we would be crawling out of our skins on the inside reacting yeah. but mary but mary's like i don't know it's kind of like she's trying to she's trying to get these points across with her body but we're not even seeing it because rhoda is saying and doing everything and it's incredible yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's so good it is really good i mean and i think it's like by the end of the episode like they like they they really are bonded and you can just see like they're really good friends and they're going to be in this like in this journey together um (laughs) like supporting each other through i mean because that's the other thing that i find kind of i don't know like i like to read into it that it's like they're worried about being single but like they have each other and like in a way it's sort of better like this friendship is better than most relationships completely (laughs) like the mary tyler moore show you hardly ever get a relationship for either woman either of these women that um that lasts more than an episode maybe two exactly like they are definitely dating not getting into relationships that basically define the entire series like you'd see in later shows that like really we're tuning in to find out if Ross and Rachel are going to kiss tonight or are they exactly. going to fight? Like, That's right. <laughs> That's right. So I, I find that 
really pretty awesome and like and mm-hmm. kind of a crucial learning uh like i feel like you know if i had watched this when i was younger i think i would have been like okay like this is how you take care of yourself and here's how you get out of because so often mary is getting people out of her out of her apartment, apartment yeah. like like yeah. people, creepers who are like trying to like see if they can like stay the night and she's like she's able to do it like time and time again and she's also able to see even after all of it, the best in people, yeah. which I, which is also, I think from my lens is hard to look at. It's yeah. it's hard for me to be like, how did you, I, I don't know, there's a, an episode in the first season that is a person who all the way through and even in the end, he's not a bad person at all. He's really, he's, he's kind, he's likable. In the end, it like brings me to tears, but like, you can watch it with a lens now where you're like, how the, why would she let him in? Why does she care? Yeah. Like, and, and it's, it's fascinating to me. It's extremely, I feel like it's very different now. Yeah. Well, maybe again, it goes back to like there being a certain amount of like women are supposed to be understanding and forgiving and like give the Mm -hmm. benefit of the doubt. Whereas now I feel like in a lot of situations, like I feel like we're empowered to be like, no, I don't need to be nice to you. Like, Exactly. Yeah. Whereas I think Mary, Mary Richards in particular is like, she, you can see that she's grown up being like, I have to be nice, like learning, have you have to be, to be nice, nice to everyone, everyone. like yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's true. Which, you know, I guess too, that's, that's part of the reason why Rhoda maybe works so nicely uh, with her. Cause I think Rhoda's much quicker mm-hmm. to just be like, <laughs> forget Are them. you kidding? She's yeah. got that like New York. <laughs> queen sensibility yeah Yeah. like you don't need to deal with that like whatever so yeah you know they certainly i think feed off those different parts of each other and like help each other in that way (laughs) they like balance each other out yeah that's true because like because even rhoda is doubting in the beginning like why would you have a problem with someone who loves you like And then, and then immediately when Howard's doing the like, isn't she the most beautiful woman? Isn't she amazing? And and Rhoda's face is just like, oh boy, yeah. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this is this is nuts. Yeah, it is nuts. It's like a it's a crazy, it's a crazy uh, episode. Like that party is nuts. Um, but you know, I think before we started recording today, uh. Caitlin was watching the last scene and I can kind of overhear it. And I think, you know, again, what, what makes the episode ends on such a great note, they've gotten yeah. these people out of the apartment. Yeah. It's just Mary and Rhoda again. And they're like, okay, we're not going to do that again. She's eating her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Rhoda sort of has the closing line of. Tonight I took a vow and I'm going to keep it. What's that? Next time I'm asked out, no matter how lonely I feel, I'm not going to say yes unless it's a couple I really like. (laughs) Yeah, it's perfect. And it's like, it's such a good, I didn't realize that you could hear me and I was laughing, uh, seemingly by myself out loud. (laughs) It's funny. It's just funny. Well, so that's episode two. Episode two. Yes, ma'am. We did it. Yes, ma'am. Have a good day, ma'am. You have a good day, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, my God. (laughs) Today, I am (laughs) (laughs) ma'am.
If you enjoyed hanging out with us, please be sure to subscribe. And also, if you have a moment to rate us or give us a review on iTunes, we would be grateful. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Rhoda and Mary. 